All right, everyone. Well, welcome to the first episode, the uh, pilot episode of the Brotherly Banter podcast. Uh, I'm Alex Faust, joined with my big brother, Josh Faust, over here to my left. Josh, how we feeling Hello. this morning? I'm feeling good. Got my got my cups coffee, <laughs> and Same. I'm I'm ready to go. Well. Um, for this first episode, we wanted to give you a, a little taste of what every episode would be like and just literally a lot of uh, banter back and forth between different things that are relevant in our life, in our week, and <clears throat> in the world around us. But we also want to spend some time talking a little bit about us, who we are, where we come from, our families, uh, what we do. and. <laughs> And you're in for a real treat, let me tell you. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we want to just go ahead and get started. I'll let Josh introduce himself first. Yeah, so I'm Josh Faust, uh, older brother of Alex Faust. I mean, was this kind of my idea to start this? I mean, your idea I'm an idea man. That's all I got. Big idea guy. I don't know. I don't know much about putting all this stuff together and the logistics of it all, but I feel like uh, we like to we like to talk, like to joke around. Yeah, love sports, and that sounds pretty much like every podcast I've ever heard in my entire life. So why not do it ourselves? Have a little fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, tell us, tell the world a little bit about your uh, family, what you do. Where you live? I'm an insurance agent. I live in Clinton, Mississippi. I have a wife, two kids, wife Chelsea, and uh, daughter Julianne, a little boy named Luke. And they are, uh, they're fun. They're, they're at a fun age. I feel like if I could have a kid, if I could have a kid and just immediately fast forward to like 18 months, two years old. I could have twelve kids. Twelve. I mean, we'll run that by Chelsea. Financially, uh, that would probably be an issue, but <laughs> but because because I pay like it's outrageous what I have to pay in daycare, and I'm sure some of our listeners, as we grow our base, uh, our base, that <laughs> um, they they'll know what I'm talking about. So. Um, yeah, we're uh I'm an insurance agent, slang insurance, sell insurance. It's fun. I've been an in, I've been uh my own agent since I well, I've been my own agent for the last 7 years. I'll start my 8th year next week. So, been doing that 8 years. Uh, yeah, 8 years. I enjoy it. It's fun. Um allows me to meet a lot of people and then do stuff like this yeah absolutely well i am alex younger brother of josh obviously um younger not little brother <clears throat> and uh used to wear that like a banner now it's kind of no one cares anymore it's just like hey you, you need to get yourself checked for diabetes you know yeah. so you uh, have that annual <clears throat> checkup working on that uh but yeah, uh, I'm Alex, and uh, my wife and I, Augusta and I, we live in Flowood, and uh, just on the other side of the metro. Flowood, uh, the hood, baby. Uh, we live in a reservoir, property. reservoir, and uh, we uh, we've got 
two little girls as well. We've got twins, so twins do run in our family. Our dad is a twin. God love him. <laughs> and uh, his his mother, our grandmother, was a twin. And so everyone always says, well, genetically it goes through, you know, the woman, the mom. And actually that's where it comes from. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know. I, mean, I don't know. How I don't know. I'm not a doctor. All right. But I feel pretty good that I'm – I'm at fault for this. So anyway, uh, but yeah, we've got two little girls, Emerson and Madeline. Um, Emerson Lee, em- <laughs> Madeline Ruth. Yeah, Madeline's new thing is uh, she gets it from her daycare lady because she she casually calls them uh, boo boo. Um, Wait, who calls who boo boo? Her like her their daycare lady Lolly. They go to they call her. She'll be like y'all come on boo boo. Like she just like oh, casually. Well, okay. Madeline's now adopted that, and so mm. like. She just like finishing her dinner the other night. She's like, "I finished my spaghetti, boo boo." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> so, teenagers is what I call mine. Uh, but no, they're a lot of fun. Again, I kind of agree with what Josh said. It's like from about just past a year old to now, it's been like it's it's. I mean, obviously, physically they grow, and but man, like developmentally and intellectually, just like they can like complete sentences and complete thoughts now, and it's. It's kind of it's humbling to say the least, um, but that's a big. Luke a fun has started, thing. and you got Luke's age, so he's almost he'll be two at the end of December. So he has certain phrases that will catch on. Like, oh, that's new. That's new. You mm-hmm. know. So like last night was the first time that I heard him say, "Oh man!" <laughs> so now he says that all yeah, the he time. Says it all the time. Yeah. So. But no, they're they're a lot of fun. I uh, graduated from Millsaps about the time Josh moved here to Clinton. Uh, just a few months difference Millsaps in that. Millsaps College, Millsaps, the University of Millsap College. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always said that's what I would say if I ever had an NFL, like a live NFL roster, like Alex Faust, defensive line, <laughs> the University of Millsaps College, and go. just like uh, was that make, Greg Hardy? It was like Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that would be me. Uh, that's why I never made it to the NFL. Many reasons why, but that one of them for sure. Um, but moved uh, moved to Jackson in 2013, graduated in 2017 from there, uh, and I've just been in full time ministry ever since. So uh, I'm currently now the college pastor at Fondren Church, and um, have been there for uh, gosh, I think two years basically so anyway it's uh it's been really good and um a lot about me and who i am today is from when i was in college so um anyway i'm excited for that to be full you've been circle. a preacher since you were like i don't know old enough to stand up and talk though like you used to like there's a joke in our family where i mean dude would stand up on a table and give a sermon and then be like, all right, y'all clap when he's done. Yeah. So So we kind of, we all grew up knowing that was probably going to be, we were not going to be surprised at all if you did that. Yeah. You got up there and preached. It's in my blood. Mm -hmm. So. If not me, I can't really give a sermon. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, that's kind of me. And um, I do, uh, I, I do as of, the last about two months i've started my own graphic design side business so there's that faust creative this this episode is brought to you by faust creative company (laughs) let's create together uh boom 
easiest ad we'll ever have right there. Uh, but yeah, so but yeah, we're just out here doing our thing and we want to share a little bit of our life from you. So Josh started talking a little bit about our family. And yeah, if you hear the this background, uh, ma- sorry, mascot putter. Um, yeah, I think he sees a cat outside or something and he's really upset about it. So, uh, if you also hear Josh yell profane things, it's not at me, it's at the dog. So he just, I mean, he's a little dog, but his bark is so loud that, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it ain't the size of the dog in a fight. It's the size of a fight in a dog. I mean, like, I just want to, I don't even my kids, if, I don't know, I got to watch because they, they'll scream at the dog too and. Get in your kennel, yeah. you know. But he's the worst, and we've tried—not the worst. I love the dog, but he's a high maintenance dog, and he watches TV. He loves people, mm. like he's That's great true. with kids. He loves people, but he hates other animals. <laughs> like even like as a TV, we'll be sitting there, and all of a sudden, everything will be chill in the house. He just loses his mind if he sees a dog commercial with about, you know, whatever that is. Yeah, anything with another animal in it, he loses his mind. Wouldn't recommend watching Homeward Bound with him. Yeah, and sometimes it will catch you off guard. You know, you've kind of zoned out or into whatever you're watching or whatever, and he loses his mind and jumps up there, and it's just, you know, and I'm like immediately about to throw him outside. Um, but yeah, he's, he's our official mascot of making that decision right now. Um, Mm -hmm. but anyway, so, uh, well, that's a little bit about us and, uh, our families, but, uh, Josh and I didn't just end up in Clinton and, and Jackson and Flowood. Um, we come from uh, a metropolis in the Northeast part of Mississippi, almost Northeast. uh, A-Town, baby. A-Town, Ackerman, Mississippi. A home of that's former... Not, that's not Amory, not no, Aberdeen. No, 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 sir. It is Ackerman, Ackerman. okay? Home of Governor Ray Mabus, uh, <laughs> Mrs. America, Cheryl Pruitt, and <laughs> Division Three football legend Alex Faust. Home of those three famous people you can count on. Pretty big deal. And, uh, yeah, so uh, Ackerman is in Choctaw County. It's about 20 miles west of Starkville. And, uh, but, yeah, so we grew up there. And uh, not a lot, surprisingly, not a lot to do in Ackerman. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'll say, I'll say that. Growing up, I mean, we didn't know any different. I think now I, I, we live with the luxury of, like, any basically restaurant that new Jason Aldean song? Try that in a that's small right. town. Yeah. Pretty much wrote it uh, about Ackerman. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, we don't have a red light. No. Just a bunch of stop signs. Thousands. Yeah, thousands of stop signs. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> I've never counted them, but there are a few that are optional. Mm. Um, as long as there's not any police around. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> we grew up there, and um, we, I mean, so it's right outside of Starville. Yeah, first thing we probably should have said about ourselves is we're we grew up. Big old Miss fans, so yeah. Mom and Dad are from Oxford. Our parents are both, so. yeah. Our parents are both born and raised in Oxford. Aunts, uncles, grandparents all lived in um, in Oxford, and we wound up in Ackerman, which it was good. There's a lot of good people there, and it's what we call home. And 
but uh, it was not it was not always easy being one of the three <laughs> Ole, Miss, <laughs> Ole Miss families, Ole Miss families in, in Ackerman. Yeah, but, as you could imagine. It, I mean, but, you know, this is good character character building opportunity for sure. Yeah, uh, but you know, and I would I'd like to say that um, we didn't take things too personal but you know sometimes we did i have a vivid memory once of walking but you know we lived mom and dad lived two doors down from the church that we are still members of um and there's only one house between them and the parsonage literally that the preacher lives in Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know we would walk down walk to and from church and i remember vividly one sunday morning walking back to the house from church after we have lost an egg bowl and one of my mm. mother's least favorite uh, state fan, um, you know, camaraderie relationships that we have. <clears throat> He's always not a great sport whenever state wins. And so uh, he, I remember him making a comment after driving by as we were walking home from church, and uh, mom literally just flipped him off, nice. just straight up, just flipped him the bird. And I was like, you know yeah, what? Well, it is the Lord's day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, you, you – Nita takes it personal. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Um, so yeah. So I would say we we probably take it way more personal than we should. But hey, again, we had also had plenty of opportunities ourselves. And I had so. teachers, man. Like <clears throat> you know, and I'm there's you know, I'm sure there's a lot of schools, high schools around it, the same thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had teachers like that were big old Miss. I mean, big Mississippi State and. I knew it was coming when, yeah. I, when I got to their classroom. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta own it. Yeah. You gotta wear it. Yeah, and then the other way around, it was like when Ole Miss won the Egg Bowl. You yeah, know, they were, you know, they knew they had it coming, but also like they, but they would pull their teacher card on me. You know, it's oh, like yeah. come on. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like you know, if you say something to me, <laughs> you know, like. You're going to get a demerit, which I don't think they do demerit. Yeah, so, you, you definitely showed your age by, the, yeah. by making that You're getting a demerit if you say one more thing to me. <laughs> so I don't think that was fair. Just walking into class with my shoulders high, my sausage biscuit from Weaver's in my right hand, my Let's Coke go. in my left. Mm. Hotty toddy. I sit down, and then I walk straight to ISD for that. <laughs> demerits. Demerits. Did you get demerits? Were no, you? we didn't have that. You usually either got rode up or you didn't. <laughs> Like, that, was they, like, that was like right, you out, me right in. I guess they would. I don't know if I ever, I mean, I, I guess I got a, some demerits. I, I mean, some teachers did kid. this whole like policy where they would say like strike, like strike one, strike two, strike three, but it wasn't mm. like a, an official. Some of them were just like, no, nah, I'm just going to write you up. And some of them, you could literally take a dump on their desk and they wouldn't write you up. Yeah. You know? Well, but I, I couldn't remember like what was the. what was the threshold. Like if you got three demerits. Yeah, I think it was like three. You went to. Whatever, ISD, ISD yeah. or whatever. I couldn't, but yeah, yeah, I don't sure guess you really it. see demerits anymore. Yeah. So, um, my yeah. teachers used to make me write my own demerit. Like, they would give me the demerit, but then make you write it and fill it out. And, oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, where we come from is uh, definitely a big thing. I would say, and on a serious note, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't hate our our hometown. Uh, mm. I think a lot of people, you know, growing up, there was this like idea of like oh, I'm gonna get the heck out of here. And yeah, there are some people that that do that. There are plenty that stay and stick around with like they want to. And then there are some who are like, 
I'm getting the heck out of here. I'm never. I'm leaving this place in a cloud of dust, and they still haven't left <laughs> kind of thing. And there's a good mixture of everybody. I would say, though, I appreciate – again, I started to say this a second ago, but it's like, you know, right now we live in a place, I mean, which I'm thankful for, but, like, I, I can just about eat from any restaurant or go to any store I want to on any given day, all right? And it's not like a 30-minute drive one way somewhere, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. we definitely grew up in one of those towns where it's like – you, you're only going to get this, this, and this around here, and you got to like really make an effort to go. And so, like, I love, I guess, being in a place where I can, you know, have access to whatever, and it's not small. But at the same time, there are certain ways we would do things growing up in a small town that, like, when I when I think of them now, they're almost like it's almost like foreign to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, Sunday well, I night feel church. Like going back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like going no, back kidding. now, though it, it's so different. Oh yeah, it's it's you the know, most amazing I, place I, in the world because it's so different yet the exact same at the same time. Right? I don't, I don't know how to explain. I don't that. really know. I don't know. I mean, it's you know they consolidated. We were like a two A high school, right? So they consolidated air quotes um, with two other smaller schools, and um, they're a three A mm-hmm. school. Well, now? they they actually. I think they immediately just immediately went to three A, went down to two A, and then now they're they're back in three A now. And they just won the division in football, and apparently got some some kid that's a stud. Yeah, it's like a Cunningham kid. I think. Yeah, and he's yeah. like a D one prospect. I don't yeah. I don't know if he's committed anywhere. I, I'm not sure. He's probably committed to the dogs. We're a, <laughs> the dogs. Mm-hmm. Armit, you better look out, boy. <laughs> you can wrap um, that in maroon and white. <laughs> You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, we're a college football factory. I mean, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a living, breathing example. So we just don't you worry about that. One players. Uh, but anyway, so that's important, though. We we don't forget. You know, we love where we're at, and we're proud of where we're at. And but we we don't forget where we come from. And mom and dad still live there. Uh, and I mean. I think we still. Uh, I would say our dad, our mom and dad, both, Corn especially don't our, grow. <laughs> our our dad loves everything about our hometown, probably except the subway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> had a few Which, altercations that was there. Not there. My entire <laughs> no, yeah, that was my junior year of high school. Someone yeah. showed up, and it was a big deal countywide. We had bumpers. Yeah, still do. It's still there. So is bumpers like a chain? I mean, that's got, yeah, no, yeah, that's is. the only chain that. That Ackerman had yeah. the entire time. Now, I would mess around and uh, Route sixty six combo, Route sixty six combo, jumping jack fries. fries. Yeah, I, I like just jumping jack fries. Yeah, I mean together. that was that was a go to for show. Um, Shout out I, to bumpers. You know, I used to do this thing, and they'd give me a hard time. But like, I'd be like driving to bumpers, and I'd call it. I'd call in an Oreo early. You could call in bumpers. <laughs> yeah, you could. I mean, it's I'd a drive-through. Well, like, you just, but they 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 take forever, and so I'd be like, I call in Oreo early because it's they, made and with then love. They bring out, they bring it out to me, and they're like, "You call this in." I'm like, "Well, that's the price I'm willing to pay to pull up and get it." And bumpers, biggie here. bag, bumpers, <laughs> biggie bags. Uh, okay, well. Um, again, where we come from is a big deal. And a, a big part of that though, what we did talk about our families from Oxford, we're Ole Miss fans. And, um, 
speaking of that, I mean, the Rebs doing pretty good in football this year. Let's go. Um, yeah. Had had a, a bad game in Tuscaloosa. And, uh, it's hard to win in Tuscaloosa. It is. We seem to, to have moved on from it. All right. But we, we will say that one thing you can expect on – uh, the banter every week is a little sports update and some insight um, on different oh, yeah. things relevant to the sports world, but also, you know, just in, in what matters to us, sports, uh, which typically um, I'm going to throw in a little purple love in there every now and then. Uh, but the majors, their their season's almost over. They got this week and next week, and they're done. So that's Division three football for you. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that so – um, but yeah, so coming off a lot of momentum from an LSU win, uh, took one from Arkansas. Look, I'll be honest with you. I don't care if Ole Miss is number one in the country. All right. And we're better than the Georgia Bulldogs. All right. Listen to me. <laughs> the Vanderbilt Commodores. Are when, <laughs> when we play Arkansas <laughs> and we play Vanderbilt, it's any man's game. Yeah. Okay. Weird stuff. And so we got through the Arkansas. Game and now we've got Vandy and uh, the doctors and the nerds. Man, they can somehow put together a game for us, or they can at least scare us enough on a in a half or a something. And I don't know. ever know if it's like, you know, if it's one of those things where I don't know we're writing it off as a a bye week or something. You know, we're preparing for the next game. But yeah, you're right. It's 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 always weird things happen. Arkansas, I would say more. Frequently against Arkansas, than Vanderbilt. yeah, we seem to always just, pull. It, we seem to always figure out a way to pull it out against Vandy. Like they'll they'll do some hocus pocus stuff, and we'll have a bad half, but then we'll put a game together and figure. Yeah, it out. we score like three times in a row, and then it kind of gets out of hand. Dies but out, I mean, yeah. the first half, first half, I expected to be a yeah, I expected to be a pretty competitive game for the first half. But I'm hoping that yeah, we pull away with that one and. Um, Got A and M at home. Yeah, um, I was actually just listening to this to uh, on SEC Nation the other day, just on Saturday as they were getting ready to uh, play um, Auburn, which a, a big win in Jordan Hare at night. Uh, you know, there's a lot of magic when you turn on the lights in Jordan Hare, and so it's a hard place uh, to win. And there's an emotional game, I think, too, with the whole like. Uh, Lane Kiffin Auburn crap last year. Now that Hugh Freeze is there, used to be an old man. I think there's a lot of emotion in that game too for everybody involved, and so uh, I think that was a good win to pull through. Show some intellectual toughness on the team, some emotional toughness. But uh, all that to say, they were just talking about how. I mean, Auburn's got a good. Auburn has a good defense. Oh yeah, they were really like, good. Their defense. defense. Their defense is good, but their offense. Which, which, what I can't figure out is their offense is not good, which. It's not really typical of a Hugh Freeze football team. Like he just he needs can. a quarterback. He needs a quarterback that he can rely on. And well, I was, you know, I was, I was listening to something the other day that it was like when, uh, like one quarterback is in, Hugh Freeze calls the plays. Yeah. When the other quarterbacks in, uh, the OC calls the plays. Interesting. It's, it's, it's weird. I don't. I, but yeah, I mean, he's got to figure. He's going to get some players in. It's a rebuild year for them. And but I mean, I'm certainly glad that we. Um, we're able to pull one out because, you know, the big headlines, at least from everybody around here that you heard on any type of sports radio, was how Ole Miss hadn't beat Auburn twice, you know, back to back since 1952. And right. Whatever. But, um, but yeah, big, big win there. Yeah. And so, 
But, no, they were talking about it on SEC Nation how, like, because we kind of crapped the bed in Tuscaloosa, Ole Miss doesn't really have a good shot at the West unless some really voodoo stuff happens. However, um, there's actually still opportunity for us to squeeze into the uh, college football playoff. And I was like, okay. Well, then I forgot. that I was like, oh, crap, we got Georgia. Now, look, okay, the odds that we beat Georgia, mm-hmm. okay. But that's basically the only way that that happens. But, like, you have to win every game left on your schedule and beat Georgia and be a one-loss team, all right? I'm not sitting here believing in faith that we're going to do that. But do we have a chance now more than we ever have on how good we are versus how good they really are? Plus, Brock Bowers not playing right now, potentially still out then. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he made some miraculous comeback. I mean, that, that's true, but I'll say – But I, I can't like, – listen, I can't, I can't figure Georgia out. Okay, like, I can't figure out – I mean, obviously, they're trying to win, you know, they're trying to do a three-peat. Yeah. And that's never been done before. Um, but they don't have the big nasties on the defensive line that yeah, they've like had. They used to have. You know, they're still – everybody on that defense is still a five-star player. But, um, I mean, they went – I mean, Auburn went toe-to-toe with the guys – and like I said, Auburn had a good defense. Obviously, Ole Miss's defense is uh, – they've improved. Yeah. You know, I, I don't uh, – but I just uh, – I can't figure out if if they're going to come and play like, like they did against Auburn. And they basically had to – you know, Brock Byers had to score some – Bowers had to score right there at the end. Like, all right, we're going to go take this game. And they did. Yeah. Or they're going to be like what they did against Kentucky. And like, all right, well, this game matters a lot. And we're going to play and football. We're not going to leave. Just, we're going to leave zero doubt. They just – yes, know. just absolutely. That, that's the thing, too. Like, And I guess that's the way uh, – I feel like Ole Miss is still unpredictable in a lot of ways. But one thing that I have noticed this year is that, like, they find ways – and this is – and honestly, this is just me internally being a big, f- like, football – just having played it a lot, especially at, you know, at the college level. I didn't play at Division One, and it's way different. But just, like – Good teams find ways to win. I played a lot of teams that I should have beat. Even, you know, my senior year, I can think of three huge games that would have changed our season, and we lost by three points or less, and two of them in overtime. Those teams we played were really good. They found a way to win. Like, did we play better that day? Yes, but we weren't rewarded for it because we didn't find a way to seal the deal. And that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So Georgia's done some of that. They've also kicked some butt a couple times. Ole Miss has done some of that, kicked some butt a couple. Like I think it'll be a, a I think it could potentially be a very evenly matched up game. It's not going to be lop. It's, if, if it's going to be lopsided, it's because Georgia showed up and Ole Miss didn't. But well, if our offense can't, and I feel like that's kind of been the story all year long. Really, is if they've got the juice going, and then it, you know defense will play up. Kiffin's going to have. You know, first possession or two schemed up, you know, boom, boom. And really what's killed me is, you know, it's we've got so many playmakers on offense. Uh, we're just – I feel like this is probably one of the most balanced teams that we've had. You know, even when Matt Corral was there, we had the receivers, but we didn't quite have the, the run game maybe. Right. I mean, we had uh, – you know, Ely, some of those guys that he was just, you know, he was fast, he could get low and run. But, you know, having like a big power back like Judkins and then Bentley back there and then Trey Harris catching the ball, 
So you know that we, we've got the playmakers, but then sometimes, I don't know, if we can't get if we can't get chunk yardage on first down, it's like we get behind the chains and then we just try to run Judkins right up the middle and yeah. we punt. You know, and I just feel like if if we can't if we can't score, we can't get first downs right out of the gate. Um, might end up looking like Alabama. Yeah, again, man, their defense shut us down. Um, you know, I mean, they certainly have the ability to do that. But if mm-hmm. we can get out there and score some points, um, I, I think our defense, regardless, I, I mean, I think that we could they could still keep that bend don't break mentality. I mean, they're. Georgia's going to score, but if we could get a stop and, you know, and keep up with them, you know, there might be some hope there. But right. I don't know. that there, There's a bunch of scenarios that have to play out. But, you know, obviously as an Ole Miss fan, we're all getting well, our hopes up a here. A big thing, and I only know this from being a defensive player, the thing that kills you are when you've got big third down conversions on offense and uh, – like huge plays on first down. And what I mean by that is like take a shot, all right? Because – and there's nothing worse that happens when you do those back-to-back. It's like, all right, you got these people pinned back, third and ten, feel good about it. Okay, they convert, and then they rush to the line, and they chunk a huge pass down the field, boom, big play. You've you've gone in your mindset from we're about to get off the field on a punt to, oh, now they're in the red zone and I'm out of breath from running down the field and being behind. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like we – when we do things like that, like it's just like whoa, whoa, whoa! All of a sudden, we scored, and I'm like, yeah, because it's hard to. I mean, it's hard to jumble everything together. It's hard to get a play out. It's hard to do all this on defense, and so when we don't play that way on offense, Tuscaloosa, <laughs> like we didn't look that way, and I mean, for with a good defense across the ball, you can't let them just be on top of everything all the time. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. We will still see. Got some, still got a few more games before we get to Georgia. Yeah. A couple more games. Then the beloved egg. Um, that could go either way. <laughs> always does. Always does. But um, but anyway, well, a couple things that uh, you'll expect to kind of hear um, every week. We want to – we'll probably have something that we'll kind of center a lot of our conversation around um, uh, every week. We want to – share about some good things that are going on in our life or in the world or whatever hot takes uh, a few hot takes you know and uh, what a hot take essentially is is is, is that that is what it is all right it's a hot take it's a pet peeve it's a thing here's what i think you know and um you can expect to hear what's big uh, that week uh depending on what the week is maybe some things uh thoughts we have a lot of times we'll just uh go back and forth on uh, our opinions or uh you know, things of our childhood or whatever the case may be, uh, uh, different things that sports. we've experienced. And then obviously there's always going to be some sports talk. We love sports. And so, um, but yeah, so as we wrap up, we uh, first want to thank you for listening. If you made it this far uh, through all the banter, um, want to thank you and hope you continue to be a listener. And uh, we're excited for, you know, the weeks ahead. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, uh Looking forward to it, Josh. You got some closing thoughts? Just bear with us. I think uh, this will get a little bit better as we go. <laughs> we'll kind of learn what we're doing and, uh, yeah. you know, things that we like to talk about and if our listeners like to talk about, um, we certainly will make that a, a, a point to, to bring up in a in our pod. Um, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be 
a great rest of the football season. Um, you know, we got Halloween coming up, my birthday coming up. Let's go. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm getting old. Yeah. Uh, birthday's the 30th, right? So that'd be on Monday. Yeah, day yeah. before Halloween. Nick Saban's uh, <coughs> birthday is Halloween. So you oh, got oh. me and then Nick Saban. Yeah. Um, exactly how we drew it up. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, we got some, we got deer season. I think youth weeks, uh, youth oh, weekend yeah, starts up. next week, <clears throat> maybe. So, you know, you have all those dads that would be taking pictures. You know, my, yeah. It'd be like they're like, Eight-month-old little boy in a picture. Like, my son killed his first deer, you know, so proud. Right. Um, really, and really, he killed it. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just uh, wiped blood on this kid's face. <laughs> yeah, innocent. Yeah. There's no way that a, a that an eight-month-old kid can shoot a rifle. Um, but yeah. we got that coming up. But, uh, but yeah, just bear with us. We're going to um, we'll have some things to talk about, discuss. We'll get a little bit better. Um, and we will have some special guests. Uh, uh, we've, oh, yeah. we've already had requests from our wives to be on this show, which mm. will be a little risky, but mm. um, we're able to – we can humbly – I think we can uh, – My whole hand. Yeah, <laughs> we can do that. Um, and But, yeah, we've got other people. I mean, just friends of ours, family. Uh, we'll our have, father, uh, we'll try our to father get... will probably make an appearance at one at one point. Oh, Dad, yeah. Will not be live. It will not be live. <laughs> There's just pops. I mean, on. just like any old man, he's just a liability, you know. Yeah, and, a liability, uh, a liability. And you can't. You just never know what's going to come out of his mouth, and that's just the truth. Jerry, so, uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry William. But uh, anyway, Jerry Lee. Yeah. So what were you about to say? I think I interrupted you. You remember what no. you were about to say? Okay, no. cool. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So you can expect some some special guests throughout the time as well. Uh, hey, we're gonna try different. to get Luke Brown on. Um, come on, a, girl. Give us a boost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, As you will learn, we, we have a love-hate relationship with Luke Bryan. Yeah, I did but, see a video of him. You know, he may be a hot take every week, something that he's yeah, doing. Or, that is something uh, that could be. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we hate him enough to know all of his things so that we can make fun of him appropriately. And that's just kind of the way it goes. I mean, I, all right, hate. I don't want to put it out there that we hate him. But I did we see a like video, making fun of him enough. I did see a video of him. That, uh, that's strong. On stage, he's singing um, your favorite song. Um, oh, what is it? Rolling on 35s. Yeah. Uh, you got that sun tan skirt. Yeah, that's it. Boots. That's it. Uh, no. So he was singing and then realized that he sang that whole song with his uh, fly down. Oh, yeah. Um, I did. I think I saw something. So then he, like, you know. Probably I sang something. the whole song with my fly down, <laughs> you know, and y'all just letting it happen. Mm-hmm. Cows out of the barn. Yeah, he's doing yeah. like his whole dance and everything, just yeah. pants unzipped. Yeah. So, um, mm, hate to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, you can definitely we'll try to get him expect. on. Yeah, we'll sometime. try to get him on and talk a little deer hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Is he down? Is he down? A little bass fishing. <laughs> Just country loving, stuff and loving every Brian. day yeah uh yeah absolutely um anyway well that's it for our intro pilot episode this is who we are and uh we're excited uh for the weeks ahead and be lo- on the lookout next week uh 
for our next episode. In the meantime, between time. Yeah. Next episode will be called Halloweening. All right. And so you just get ready. Clever. Yeah. You get ready as we take on some news and some hot takes and some favorite, I don't know, maybe Halloween costume uh, or movies. Are you dressed? Are y'all doing the whole family Halloween dress? Nah, they're just the kids. They're going to be on it, Elsa. So that's all we got. Yeah. I think uh, mine are going to be a cat and a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Big personalities. Uh, Luke loves dogs. Julianne said she wants to be a cat. She's been uh, a monkey for like the last three years, the exact same outfit. It still fits her like around the waist and stuff, but the length's getting a little bit. So she's moved on to something else. Yeah. But it lasted us three years. Yeah. Coolio. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode of Brotherly Banter. I'm Alex. And I'm Josh. And we'll see you next time.